Good to be here again. Thankful to have each one here, as always. I'd like you to turn to the Gospel of John, chapter 12. The Gospel of John, chapter 12. Enjoyed all the singing today. And uh, I thought about that last one a lot. Is I know that the Lord is satisfied with me in Christ, but is He satisfied with my service? That's the question, isn't it? I know the foundation stands sure, but it's that which I built on the foundation. That's the question, isn't it? I, I fear there's a lot more hay, wood, and stubble than I'd like to admit. I don't know what your case is. As your pastor, I'm, I, I am concerned. I have a concern for you as well, each of you. And it's not... I just want you to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. I want to hear it, and I want you to hear it too. I want to read in John 12, verse 20 through 22. And there were certain Greeks among them that came up to worship at the feast. The same came therefore to Philip, which was of Bethsaida, of Galilee, and desired him, saying, Sir, we would see Jesus. Philip cometh and telleth Andrew, and again Andrew and Philip tell Jesus. I want to note here, we would see Jesus. And <clears throat> this is a great subject. It's the subject. And we do ask you this morning, have you seen Jesus? Have you seen Him by faith? Have you seen Him held up on the tree of the cross, dying in your stead? I want you to note here, first of all, that these, these had a need to see Jesus. It tells us here that there were certain Greeks among them that came up to worship at the feast. And it says, this, verse 21, The same came therefore to Philip, which was of Bethsaida of Galilee, and desired him, saying, Sir, we would see Jesus. They had a need to see Jesus. 
And I believe that need is conveyed in what they said. You'll notice they didn't say we would see the Lord, we would see Christ, we would see etc., but we would see Jesus. And we know what the name Jesus means. It means Savior. We would see the Savior. Thou shalt bring forth the Son, and thou shalt call His name Jesus, for or because He shall save His people from their sins. These here came to see the Savior. We would see the Savior. They sought after Him because it was their need to be saved from their sins. They were Greeks. Some claim that they were half Jew, half Greek. Some that they were possibly full Gentiles. Either way, they were sinners and they were in need of a Savior. The Bible tells us that they came up to worship at a feast. They came at a time of a Jewish festival. But they didn't seek to be saved by the religious festival. They came to be saved by Jesus. And that's who they sought. And this is your need today if you're outside of Christ. Every man, woman, boy, and girl is in need of a Savior. And as we said this morning, there is but one whom has been appointed as such, the Lord Jesus. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved than the Lord Jesus. You must see Him. Secondly, this morning, it is but a small thing to see Jesus. Or rather, it is a small thing to look upon something. Yet, we've been told from the beginning that this is the way of salvation. John the Baptist said, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. Folks today are doing so many things with Jesus Christ, yet they're not looking at Him. They're not seeing Him. We know that one day folks are going to say, didn't we do these things in your name? And didn't we say this in your name? And didn't we do that in your name? And yet he'll say, depart from me, ye workers of iniquity, for I never knew you. There's so much going on in his name, but folks are not seeing him. This this belief system over here, and this belief system over here, and yet nobody sees the Lord 
Jesus. This word see means to perceive with the eyes. To turn eyes or the mind or the attention to anything. To observe. It means to behold or to examine. To take note of. To know. I'm told that this word in, in, in the uh, Bible is translated see 314 times, to know 281 times, or to behold 17 times. Now if we insert that, if we put it in, we would know Jesus or we would behold Jesus. Sirs, we would know the Savior. Sirs, we would behold the Savior. This has been that which will save all along. Look over in the book of Numbers, chapter 21. The book of Numbers, chapter 21. And I want you to note, beginning at verse 5, we'll read a passage of Scripture here. This is... Uh, uh, ought to be well known. The Lord referred unto it when He preached unto Nicodemus and spoke unto him. It's a picture of Calvary. And we find here that these here were saved by a look, by seeing, by uh, uh, knowing or or beholding, by examining, by observing. Listen in Numbers 21 and verse 5. And the people spake against God and against Moses. Wherefore have ye brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no bread, neither is there any water, and our soul loatheth this light bread. And the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people, and much, uh, much people of Israel died. Therefore the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned, for we have spoken against the Lord and against thee, praying to the Lord that he take away the serpents from us. And Moses prayed for the people, and the Lord said unto Moses, Make thee a fiery serpent, and set it upon a pole, and it shall come to pass that everyone that is bitten when he looketh upon it shall live. And Moses made a serpent of brass and put it upon a pole. And it came to pass that if a serpent had bitten any man, when he beheld the serpent of brass, he lived. Now if you'll run Scripture reference to the Gospel of John, chapter 3, the Gospel of John, chapter 3, We find that this is representative of the Lord Jesus Christ. Here these were, they had sinned against God, and God had judged them with fiery serpents. And when they'd been bitten, He said, if you'll look up at this serpent, this brazen serpent on a pole, then those who've been bitten, they'll live. Seems preposterous, doesn't it? How in the world is looking at that brazen serpent 
going to save me from a fiery serpent that bit me. Well, you're going to have to trust the Word of God. Well, how is trusting what Jesus did at Calvary going to save me from my sins? Well, you're going to have to trust the Word of God. In John chapter 3, verse 14, Jesus says, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. See, beloved, the Lord Jesus was lifted up upon Calvary's cross. Many, including me and those of you who did once scoff at the Lord Jesus, when by His grace and power our scoffing was turned into seeing, to believing by faith, He saved us. When we saw Him high and lifted up in our stead, this is what is needed today. It's what you stand in need of as well that are lost to see Jesus. If you look back at our text in John chapter 12, I'd like you to notice these had a desire to see Jesus. You know, there's a, there was a day when you didn't have a desire to see Jesus. When you didn't care about Jesus. There's a day when I remember. I get up Sunday morning and, and you know, have Pop-Tarts or cinnamon rolls. And I think the cinnamon rolls used to be bigger. They seem smaller today. Well, we'd have eat breakfast, you know, and mom's getting ready and she's, she's cooking. Seemed like we had roast a lot. And uh, dad, he'd be over at the church building at his study. And he'd come home at one point and, and uh, he'd head off to get his mom and mamma and the rest of us, we'd leave a little later to get grandma, mom's mom, and then we'd all head to church. And, uh, but they had a, a Sunday pregame show. I don't know what I watched during the summer, but during football season, you know, you had the college football. And then you had the pregame, NFL pregame. And, you know, look through the TV guide. Dad bring home the Flint Journal. And we'd open it up and we'd look through the TV guide. I could see who was playing, what channels I would get. Hopefully I'd get the Dolphins on. Big Dan Marino fan. Some of you don't have no idea who that is and that's okay.
had absolutely no desire to see Jesus. But one day, when my sin became real, that's the first thing. And until your sin becomes real, I mean real, you won't have a desire to see Him. And the only one who can make your sin real is the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. He's the only one who's going to arrest you. Who's going to trouble you about your soul. And, And if you'll pardon this expression, awaken you to the reality of your sinful condition who will cause you to tremble as Felix did. These here, as the Bible says, they came up to worship at the feast and they, as it says in verse 21, the same came therefore to Philip which was of Bethsaida of Galilee and desired him saying, Sir, we would see Jesus. They had a desire to see Jesus. The word desire here notes that they had a craving that would not be satisfied by anything else. They couldn't put it down anymore. Remember when the Lord was dealing with me and I'd get up and I would go toward the end of the services and I'd go to the bathroom. Get out from under the preaching. Knew an invitational hymn was coming. And yet when the Lord saved me, I didn't even wait for an invitational hymn. But when you have a desire, you have a craving, nothing will satisfy it except that one thing. And when you have a craving for Christ, for Jesus... Nothing else will do. When you come to the place that you realize that you're a sinner and God is angry with you every day, and the only thing between you and eternal hellfire is the Lord Himself who you have wronged and the only one who will justify you and you're ungodly, and the one that you've offended is God, and He's the only one who will make you righteous, is the one that will save you. You'll, you'll desire to see Him. You'll want Him so bad. that you'll come to Him crying out 
Jesus, you said that if any come to you, you won't cast them out. And I'm coming. They said, Sir, we would see Jesus. The word would means they had a desire, they had a will, they intended, they were resolved and determined. Vine's commentary says it it means, uh, it implies volition and purpose as well as a determination. They were resolved to see Jesus. They came to Philip. Philip, you're not who we want to see, but we know that you can get us to Jesus. Let me ask you something. You that are saved and members of this church, if somebody came to you and said, Sir, Madam, we would see Jesus, can you take them to Christ? Can you take him to him? That's your responsibility. I know a lot of people make fun of in our circles about leading people to Christ. The reality is, is that's what we're supposed to do. He that winneth souls is wise. So saith the word of God. I'd like to note some other things. We would see Jesus in the church. We'd like to see him walking in the midst of his lampstand. We don't want to see anything else but that. We would like to see him being preached. It is not anything else which will satisfy men, women, boys, and girls, lost or saved, other than the bread of life being preached. It must be the living water being given to them. We desire as well to see Jesus in one another. In fact, in that last hymn, it was it was brought out. I don't remember the exact words, but the last hymn that we sang as a congregation, it was borne out about seeing the Lord in one another and or, or, or in the, the taking time to be holy. It was in that. Do we see Christ in one another? <clears throat> and then this. If you'll turn over to Job chapter 19.
Job 19, verse 25. <clears throat> we would we would see Jesus. We desire to see Jesus. Listen to Job. For I know that my Redeemer liveth, and that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. And though after my skin worms destroy this body, yet in my flesh shall I see God, whom I shall see for myself, and mine eyes shall behold, and not another, though my reins be consumed within me. One day, I'm going to see Jesus. Not by faith, but I'm going to behold Him. I'm going to see Him who died for me. It's going to be the most wonderful thing I'll ever see. I can't even imagine that. I know a lot of folks like to talk about gates of pearl and street of gold and you know all these different things. I cannot imagine seeing the Lord Jesus. His glory. His majesty. Seeing the wounds on his hands and feet and side. Heard a tape of my father's. Those are the only man-made things in heaven. The wounds on the body of Christ. But to behold my Savior. We'll have that for all eternity, won't we? If you never see Him in this life by faith, then the sight you see of Him in eternity will not be a good one. I pray that you'll come to Him That you'll be as these Greeks were. Oh, sir, we would see Jesus. I hope your reply will not be almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. But rather that it would be, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? If you're hearing without Christ, you need to come to Him that you might be saved. And if you are saved, that you would conform to His image that others may see Christ in you. That they might behold Him. See the greatness of our Savior. That He might be glorified. While we stand as the song leader comes, we want to sing a verse of invitation. If the Lord's spoken unto you, we